Blog Talk Radio. Doctor, one of your other books mm-hmm. uh, is Reversing Diabetes. We're talking about type 2 diabetes. Correct. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. Sorry about the little mix up there. You're listening to Seth. I mean, you, most of you should know who I am by now, but just in case you don't, I am Azalee's grandson. Azalee's grandson, I want to welcome you again to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Okay, you are in for a very exciting show tonight. It is a secret. I can't tell you really what it is. I just have to let you know that it is going to be a very good show. Um, and so uh, it's just one of those shows that touches my heart anyway, and I think in the end it will do the same for you. How is the family doing tonight? How is the family doing tonight? Hopefully everybody is doing very good. Hopefully everybody is, uh, as they say, uh, blessed and highly favored. Uh, I know people say it kind of as a, a cliche, um, but I really do hope everybody's blessed and highly favored of the Father tonight because we need his blessings. We need his blessings. We need family, his blessings spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, and in every single area of our life. Um, as y'all saw, I was trying to open up there with DMX. I had a little problem with my um, audio, but that's okay. We'll just go with the next song up in the queue. And um, I just wanted to say um, tonight is more than any other show. We'll, we will probably finish up around 10. Nah, I'll say 10, 15 to be on the safe side. But this is going to be a, sh- a short show tonight. We're not going to spread it out for three hours unless you, family, you you do it. You make it happen. In other words, if you on the phone lines and you just can't stop um, sharing and, and, and asking questions and you're really getting into the show, then we may go over. But really and truly, this show most likely is going to end tonight at 10 o'clock. Okay? Just giving you a warning. So those of you, uh, hopefully everybody's going to be running on time. I know some people run late just because they know we're going to go so, so long. But anyway... Again, I'm doing good tonight. I'm blessed and uh, got a slight headache, but it seemed to have left me. I took some medicine early, and I guess it's kicked in because I feel pretty good right about now. I think it probably was just the stress of the show, to be honest with you. But let's do this. Let's back up. Let's try this audio clip again, and we'll be right back to start the show officially again. Folks, you listen to the Douglas Candy Family Friends Network, and we'll be right back after LaCrae. Check this out. The name of this, this tune is called One. You know, we got to be one no matter what family. That's what this blog is really all about, helping us become more and more one. We'll be right back. One, one, one. Yeah. Jesus is saying, ready or not, here I come, and you can't hide. Yeah. One, one, I need everybody to their feet. One, one, one. Yeah. Listen. 
One world, one life, one girl, one wife, one chance, one heart, one dance, one spark, one knee, one yes, one ring, one flesh, one vision, one look, one sound, one hook, one stage, one mic, one crowd, one light, one block, one car, one shot, one scar. One battle, one fight, one day, one night Will you be the O-N-E-G-2? One game, one sport, one name, one thought One book, one God, one spirit, one God One truth, one faith, one trip, one pride One choice, one test, one stage, one left one heaven, one hell, one prayer, one yell, one time, one source, one Lord, one cross, one body, one soul, one mission, one goal. Will you be the O N E U? One Adam, one Eve, one fruit, one tree, one fall, one blame, one judge, one king, one woman, one man, one purpose, one plan. One dream, one wish, five lows, one fish, one fish, one delivered, one bound, one lost, one found, one blind, one see, one step of faith, one feet, one Peter, one John, one David, one Tom, will you be the whole N-E-E-U? One Paul, one James, one dollar, but no change, one song, one verse, one gift, one curse. One me, one you, microphone check, one tool, one religion, one church, one division, one earth, one habit, one sin, a lot of people lose, we win, one heal, one free, Philippians 4, one free, one family, one place, one color, one race, one movie, one theme, passion of the Christ, one screen. Father, please walk with us through the bad times as well as the good. May we be heard and understood from the suburbs to the hood. May you judge us by our hearts and not by our mistakes. And see that we get our breakthrough however long that it takes. May you fill that void in our souls that will lay our fears to rest. But there's no way we can live for Jesus when we're living in the flesh. So I pray that you allow our spirits to be born. Grow strong, move on, know right from wrong. First John chapter 2, verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. And we know what that means. But listen, we know the distance. We need to be away from fire to keep it missing. But that doesn't mean we'll listen. Lord, you take care of fools and babies. Teach women to honor their men and men respect their ladies. But lately, so many of us have gone astray. Doing wrong for so long that we've forgotten the way. Please bring us back home. Instilling us the word which is our backbone. We're just children that have grown. There is so much that we're entitled to, yet we receive so little. See, in this time of spiritual warfare, we're comfortable. Little. So I pray that you open our eyes. Give us the anointing to recognize the devil and his lies. If we keep our actions wise and our prayers sincere, our heads to the sky, you will diminish our fears. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 
Amen. Well, how about that? A prayer by DMX. You know, we got a lot of young people that pray just like that. Well, family, again, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio, and I'll go ahead and bring on our host all the way from Austin, Texas, Darlene Douglas. Are you there? Eric code 512922. Are you there? I'm here. Good afternoon, family. Yes, yes, yes. Just go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hello, family. I hope everyone's doing well this afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh... I uh, was just saying earlier today how tonight, family, we have a surprise. And uh, sometimes we want to do these shows where we don't want you to know what the contents are going to be. We don't want you to know what the contents are going to be. And I can tell by the phone lines that we have a lot of curious family members because it is already loaded. And I appreciate that. So those of you who called in early to uh, find out what's going on with your family, I appreciate it. I mean, what other what other way to spend a Tuesday evening than with your family? How about that? Okay, there's a lot going on, but there's nothing wrong with trying to uh, unite with family, spend a little few hours of the week to do that. I know you all are busy. Many of you all have uh, 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 careers that kind of keep you away from the show, but it's always good to see you. It is always good to see you. So I don't take it lightly that you're here early. Now, we won't get into this private until later, later on, okay? We're just going to cover some basic things that we always cover on this show. And so y'all have to uh, bear with us because we definitely got to cover some things that's just as important. All segments of this show is important. So, uh, darling, I just wanted to uh, uh, ask you uh, a couple of questions before I begin. Uh, first and foremost, did you want to do the birthdays today? Because I know we have a lot of birthdays in the month of April, and uh, probably will be a good idea to go ahead and just uh, uh, pay attention uh, to those that have birthdays either coming up or have passed in the month of April. This is your time now. And did you have anything for us? I I have the ones I already have, and I have two extra ones. I'm going to do the two okay. extra ones first. Oh, okay, well, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and get this started. All the music in the background here for the birthdays. Okay, we have and, uh, Laura. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to say anything. Okay. Uh, April the 1st, we have Laura Stovall, which is Gay, Gay's granddaughter. And we Gay? have hold Danya. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Gay has a granddaughter. Yes, you talking does. about you talking about your your aunt, our Oprah's daughter, right? Right. She she has a granddaughter. Um, oh, I didn't know that she don't look that old. Um, Just to be honest. Maybe she'll call in. I think she has more than one. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> but happy birthday anyway. What's her name again? Laura Stovall. Laura Stovall. All right. I see you, Laura. Okay, we have Danielle Burke, which is April the 14th, which is April Queen's daughter. 
April the 14th. Okay. Okay, Queen's happy belated birthday. Happy belated. Okay. Okay, and I can run through the rest of them. We have Alicia Allen Booker. The fifth, okay. Okay. Calvin Spain. The seventh. Okay. Happy belated birthday, Mr. Calvin. And he shares the birthday with his sister, Margaret. Van Turner, April seventh. Okay. okay. Tanya McVeigh, the eighth. Yeah, we had a good time celebrating her birthday. Thelma Douglas Cooper. Her birthday was April the sixteenth. And her kids had a birthday party for her in her honor in Rockdale. And I did attend that party. We had a barbecue and a fish fry going on. And oh, wow. quite a few kids. Yeah, quite a music, the whole bit. They had the barbecue pit on the trailer and everything. They just went all out. Wow. But they normally they normally do anyway. Okay. Rotaris Smith, the tent. That's Donna's son. Okay. Okay. D. Morris Turner, the 15th. Hold on, who? D. Morris. It's Morris' oh, the son, right? Yeah, I, I hear the D part, D. Morris. Okay. That's on the 15th. All right, all right. Happy belated birthday, DeMars. Okay, we have Kurt Douglas. That's your brother. April. Right. He just made it in from, not Lake, from Shreveport. He went um, on the weekend to celebrate his birthday. Uh, Anna. It's the 18th, which is Cassandra's granddaughter. Okay. There goes another one of those people I didn't know had a granddaughter. Young-looking people. <laughs> oh, she has some, she has more than one also. <laughs> oh, really? True. Yes. Um. It looks like she has a Caleb, which is April the 14th, is her her grandson. And, and she has a Madison, April the 24th, which is her granddaughter. And these are her sons, Terry's son and daughter. Okay. We have Yvonne Williams, April the 26th. Okay. This is Yvonne. All right. Now, who is Yvonne? Just curious. Yvonne Williams. We have two Yvonne Williams. This 
one is my aunt. Oh, okay. Okay. We have a Pierre Moore. I'm not sure. This may be Ella's, but I'm not quite sure on Pierre Moore. And we have a Felicia Hogan, April the 16th. Okay, Hogan, all right. Miss and Brianna. I think Felicia, these Pierre Moore, Felicia Hogan, and Brianna Freeman are all Aunt Addie's descendants. Brianna Freeman. Okay. Yeah, I. Okay. Um, I think maybe that's Stephanie's daughter, but someone okay. may want to correct me. What's the, date? Felicia, What's the date on their birthday? Um, Brianna is April the 9th. Okay. Okay. All right. And Felicia is April the 16th. Pierre is April the 26th. Okay. And that is it on the birthdays for April. Well, many of you, it's a a belated birthday. Again, happy belated birthday. And those are birthdays coming up. Happy birthday in the future. So I just we just like to acknowledge family members that have these birthdays. And also, y'all can let us know about anniversaries. Just text it to Darlene. Put it on the Ed and Isabel page. Folks, y'all have got to get more involved. And it's going to look like the Darlene and Seth show. <laughs> Which that might not be a bad show, right, Darlene? But I really, no, I really would like to see family get more involved. Really, really, really. Okay? It's a lot work during these blogs. It might seem simple like we just talk on the phone, but we have to do a little research. We have to call some of you. Some of you don't like to be bothered. Some of you are so shy. You don't want to come on the phone and do anything. And I understand that. So we still need you to get involved as much as you can, really and truly, family. Having said that, um, I want to just, just briefly mention the Ed and Isabel page. The Ed and Isabel page, we can't talk about that page enough. That is our headquarters, so to speak, right now on Facebook. Family, we're asking you, post any and everything. When y'all have activities, go ahead and put the pictures out there. Nobody's going to look at it like you're trying to be a show-off or you're trying to be a, you know, goody-two-shoe or anything like that. I would think that the family has uh, is bigger than that and that we would just see you sharing a bit of your life. That's what that page is for. We want to see the parties. We want to see the uh, anniversaries, uh, outings. We want to see the maybe even church services. That you, you know anything and everything that you're about and doing. Uh, share with the family. We don't want to know all your business. We're not asking for all your business. Just a little fraction of it. Put it on the page where we can get to know you a little bit more. That's all we want to know. Is just that little bit more is what we need to be uh, to to do some things. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, what we're needing from everybody is, if you have anyone that's a senior in your family, anyone that's graduating from high school, college, uh, if you can um, shoot us off an email or text or something so we'll know what's going on with them. Um 
I, for one, my niece is graduating. She's getting her master's in Ohio. Uh, May okay, 7th. I'm and, oh, you went away? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was telling... Go ahead. I was telling them that we needed names of seniors. Um, people yeah, that are graduating, no, yeah. graduating from high school, college, or whatever. Um, then I was telling that my niece is graduating from Ohio State May 7th, and um, a few of my family members are going up. I'm not going to be able to make it this year, but she's all excited about that, and she has agreed to come on the program for us to interview her after she graduated. She's busy right now. Yes, and uh, having speaking of graduation, Tanya's daughter Liz, her youngest daughter is going to be graduating from uh, Texas A&M. And um, so y'all holler, do a shout out, go to her page on Facebook and congratulate. But I'm going to let Tanya come on and share more about Liz. Um, a graduation, okay? But Elizabeth, we, uh, we call her Liz, is going to be graduating from Texas A&M. So there's a lot happening. What is her last name? McVeigh, M-C-V-E-A. M-C-V-E-A. She is going to be graduating. So like I said, I'm going to let Tanya come on with those details. I've asked her to come on the show. I think she's going to be coming on. So that's what's happening. Uh, uh, just some of the things happening around the family. So uh, like I say, um, there's a lot coming at you later on, folks. We have a surprise for you, and um, just a couple of things coming at you that I w- that that will be a surprise. So, uh, but we got to get these little preliminaries out of the way because uh, they are important. We do want to be supportive of the family, young people graduating, staying in school, doing what they were supposed doing doing what they're supposed to do. Um, want to definitely, definitely. Um, put them in the spotlight, and also I want to just say um, that family, anybody that you want to nominate to be on the show, anybody that you want to nominate to be on the show, let us know. Just go to the Ed and Isabel page and put a friendly one-liner saying, I would like to see my aunt so-and-so interview um, Darlene or Seth or family, can we make this happen? Something to that effect. And we will do our best to make that happen. Okay? One more time. If you want to see family members interviewed on the show, it's not a problem because we really just kind of – what we try to do, family, just this real quick and we can just move on with the show. What we try to do is be unpartial. We try to go with one side of the family this week, uh, as the lead side of the family, and then we'll go with uh, Addie's side of the family. We just try to mix it up where one side is not always on. However, <laughs> sometimes – when we reach out to certain parts of the family, we may get more no's than others, and you may see a back-to-back of Ennis Buddy side of the family. Uh, I must say that the Ennis Buddy side of the family, I don't know if it's because Darling is co-hosting or they're just supportive or this is just the way they roll, it's the way they do it. With their song, this is how we do I don't know if it's just how they do it, but they have been very supportive of this show, and I must give them credit where credit is due. I'm not a part of the uh, – I'm a part of the uh, – I am a part, but I mean, I my grandmother is Azalee, but I I am uh, definitely family, and uh, I must say I, I I am impressed. I'm impressed by Bubba Jack and, and Lynn and, 
and Gail, uh, Gail I mean, uh, Gwen, uh, how she accepted to come on so easily. They are very, very easy to work with with regards to coming on. And then other family members are not, but it doesn't take for them as family because they are not obligated to come on the show. It's just a little thing we're doing, and they can never come on the show. And they are just as family, just as important, and we'll just not know the, the glory. That's the only bad thing. We'll just not know the glory. We'll not know their accomplishments. We'll not know uh, them as well as we know like the in his buddy side. So those of you on this on any side of the family, any side of the family, you want to see certain people interview us, let us know. Give us their phone number and we'll try our best to have them on. They don't and, and I gotta say this family, I don't want people to think that this is a show where you have to be doing all these grandiose things in your life. Waking up every day, obeying the law, living for the creator. Uh, loving your neighbors is enough to qualify to be on any show, and I do mean that. And we will treat you with so-called red carpet treatment, if I can even say that. In other words, we'll do our best to, 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 to have as great a show with you as anybody else. Because I really do think that's what America is made of, regular tax-paying people who just mind their own business, and we got to never forget that it's not that you always have to be doing these grandiose things as regarding fame and and, and and fortune and that's that's not how we roll here. We just want to interview family, everybody in the family. One of these days, one of these days, I hope to bring on brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts that have been incarcerated to share their testimony and what they've learned and how the father has blessed them and brought them out. And, and, and if they even did anything to be there in the first place, don't forget, family, we got a lot of folks that's incarcerated and haven't done a thing wrong. They just as innocent as you, and they may live better than you, and they, and, and they may please the father better than you, but they are in prison. <laughs> so this is America now. This is America. If you're not careful, you're not following the spirit of the most high, you can find yourself locked up for no reason at all. That's happened to thousands of our young men. So we want to one day have them on because guess what? They are family just as much as anybody else is. So I just wanted to just say that. And also, uh, one more time, I wanted to thank you all for coming early. Those of you that are in the house, um, I see area code. I see you, 817-512-805-760-2109-185595-573 for the already said. There's a lot of different people in the house. I see several 817. So Texas is really showing up. Uh, appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Darling, do you have anything else before I try to move on to uh, uh, our uh, infomercial part of the show where we play a few infomercial clips? Anything, anything? Um, let's see. I, I could tell I have the room for 2017. I have the hotel. Now, I know it's a long way away, but I just want to put it out there so everybody can be prepared. Um, we have the Embassy Suites in Austin right off of 35 reserve for August 3rd, 4th, and 5th, 2017. And we're still working on details. I just want it out there like that. Okay, okay. All right. Um, and 
So any other announcements, anything that's on your mind? And, folks, by the way, while you're thinking about that, darling, I wanted to just say later on we are going to play. I keep saying it every week and we forget to do it, but I want to play the bio of our family by Darlene where she goes to our family lineage. Some of you haven't heard it. We've got a lot of new, if I can talk tonight, we got a lot of new listeners in, in the family. And uh, you you didn't hear the earlier shows when Darlene, when we played this clip. So we'll play that a little later on. Darlene going, starting back to from our grandfathers all the way up to today of our lineage, who we are in terms of uh, the uh, um, uh, lineage, physical lineage. All right, so we'll do that. Uh, Darlene, do you have any other thing? Well, I can give Kendall's number out one more time for the cruise. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, the cruise is October the 15th through the 22nd. For more information, you can call Kendall Wallace at 512-517-7990. All Again, right. that's 512-517-7990. Well, there you have it. Folks, we're going to take a short little break uh, as we try to do this time of the show, and uh, we'll be back shortly. We'll be right back. Vernon's Health Foundation and co-sponsor Sandra Clark Funeral Home present the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, April 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 at Edison's, located at 1724 Cockrell Avenue. The most powerful and influential okay, Dallas great. living legends will be honored. Dr. Alma Jewel Pryor, Dr. Donnie Breedlove, Dr. Karen Holly Thibodeau, Dr. Kathy Dudley, Carmen Garcia, Dr. Elba Garcia, Belinda Odom Gaston, Geraldine Tynesey Miller, Tommy Young West, and Norma Adams Wade. You can purchase individual tickets at eventbrite.com or group tickets at Sandra Clark Funeral Home. Seating is limited. Get your tickets today. Everyone's invited to attend the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Edison's in Dallas. Sponsored by Verna's Health Foundation, co-sponsored by Sandra Clark Funeral Home, and endorsed by the Oak Cliff Baptist Ministers Union. For more information, call 214-932-1474. That's 214-932-1474. Okay, folks, check this out. Doctor, one of your other books mm -hmm. uh, is Reversing Diabetes. We're talking about type 2 diabetes. Correct. Probably one of, if not the most, talked about health concerns, I think, right now in the country. How did we get to this point? Let's start with that. Real simple. Obesity epidemic. Mm -hmm. Diabetes epidemic follows the obesity epidemic. And so as the waistline goes, the blood sugar will go. And so, again, one of the big things we find that in men, first thing I do is I get their waist measurement in a man less than 40 inches, but it has to be around the umbilicus or navel or belly button and got to include the love handles. We've got to get the waistline mm -hmm. down. And uh, there's a few key things, but that's one of the most important. 
and then we have to put them on the right diet, okay? And again, it, we avoid sugar. We also avoid most wheat and cornstarch. Now you're saying, why on earth would you take a patient's off wheat? Well, we find that wheat contains mainly two starches. One is amylopectin A. 75% of wheat is amylopectin A. That's wheat crackers, that wheat, that's wheat cereal, that's pasta, that's bagels, that's pretzels, that's anything with wheat. Now, the problem with amylopectin and the other 25% is amylose, which is in beans primarily, which is a good starch. Low glycemic index, fine. The amylopectin A, however, rises, raises that blood sugar very rapidly for two hours, then it crashes, but it spikes that blood sugar, which causes a tremendous amount of insulin secretion, and then it gets you stuck in high insulin levels, which eventually leads to type prediabetes then type 2 or insulin resistance, uh, prediabetes, type 2 diabetes. It's real simple. So we find that when we cut out our wheat products, our sugar products, as well as our cornstarch, and I, again, I put them on an anti-inflammatory diet. Mm -hmm. The anti-inflammatory diet is the key because if we can decrease inflammation, we can generally um, keep the blood sugars controlled. And then also what we do is we put them on a good exercise program. Exercise is very important, but here's the key. We want to build up the large muscle groups the thighs, uh, the buttocks, the back. We find by increasing the large muscle groups, it literally sucks sugar out of the bloodstream, lowers the blood sugar beautifully, and we combine them with aerobic exercise. It's important to do both the aerobic and the anaerobic or the weightlifting exercise to build the muscle up. The other thing we do is we balance the hormones. We find most prediabetics and diabetics have low hormones uh, in men, low testosterone. We check a total and free testosterone. We simply bring it up to normal using transdermal creams, Rarely use injections, or we can use pellet therapy, testosterone pellets. And we also balance the other hormones, the DHEA, pregnenolone, because those are generally low too. Mm -hmm. And then in women, we usually, the one that really affects them is the estrogen. We find their estradiol levels low. We simply balance their estradiol, and we also balance their um, progesterone with it. And we find many of these women pre-diabetic actually have too much testosterone, so we don't want to give them that. Because what's interesting, high testosterone in women causes, we see more belly fat. The more belly fat they have, the more testosterone women make. The more belly fat a man has, the more estradiol he makes, which is really unusual. And the more C-reactive protein that both of them make, which is highly inflammatory, associated with heart disease and strokes and cancer and all these other diseases. So that's simply what we do, and then we put them on a few key supplements that are very simple that, that really lower that blood sugar after they eat. See, it's the sugar spikes after people eat that really does the damage, and, and what happens when that sugar spikes up 200, 300, they, we get what we call glucotoxicity, where the high sugar actually damages the beta cells of the pancreas, which secrete insulin. So that once those beta cells uh, diminish and die, and there's less than 50% of those uh, beta cells available, the body cannot simply produce enough insulin. They're stuck in type 2 diabetes the rest of their life, but it usually takes about 10 years or longer for that to form. Mm. So we've reversed so many type 2 diabetics simply with this simple program. It works. It works amazing. And um, again, the few key supplements, we'll use some green coffee bean extract and we'll use some cinnamon extract as well as some soluble fiber. And wow, that just, like, for example, when, let's say a diabetic eats a piece of bread. That sugar will spike usually uh, 70 to 120 points high, higher. So in other words, if their blood sugar is around 120, it'll go up to 190 to 240 after eating one to two slices of bread. Non-diabetic, it'll spike 40 to 80 points, see. 
So what we found is we have to control that spike, and the way to control that spike is, is eliminate the foods that trigger the spike. Well, so does white rice. That's why I go through the book, what foods trigger? White rice, potato, instant potatoes, but especially the wheat, even whole wheat. And this mm. is the thing most people don't understand. Whole wheat still has the amylopectin A. Even sprouted breads will do it, like Ezekiel bread, sprouted breads, which a lot of people don't understand. But it's because of that starch that's in the wheat, the amylopectin A spikes the sugar which spikes the insulin, which gets them stuck in insulin resistance, prediabetes, diabetes. So again, we work on the waistline, we get the waist down, we get the weight off of them, we put them on the anti-inflammatory diet, we exercise them both aerobic as well as um, building the muscles with anaerobic exercise. And then once we get them really in shape, I switch them over to a high-intensity interval training. And what that does, it really expands the muscles, hypertrophies the muscles, and shrinks the waist. It's amazing how that shrinks the waist better than most anything else. And then just a few key supplements, we balance the hormones, and boom, reverse the type 2 diabetes. It's real simple. Mm -hmm. And if somebody has type 2 diabetes or is close to getting there, mm -hmm. the long-term effects of that, I mean, why mm -hmm. should somebody want to reverse that? I mean, what's, what's down the road <laughs> well, if they don't turn around? Well, well, first of all, four to five times higher risk of heart attack and stroke. Also, much higher risk of cancer. Much higher risk of dying early. Much higher risk of developing kidney disease, uh, peripheral vascular disease diabetic retinopathy, diabetic neuropathy, Alzheimer's disease. It's just like they've signed up for every major disease and it's coming at them at warp speed. Mm -hmm. So again, they should, but again, the other thing I tell women, women with diabetes, hey, it makes you age faster. When a person has diabetes, uh, the, what happens is the sugar combines with the protein and creates an advanced glycation end product. These products are, cause 50 times more free radical formation. And what, what happens is they literally, they, they, they affect every organ in the body, every tissue. And they, they're irreversible once they form. They age the body very rapidly. They can't be broken down. And so it literally, uh, these organs get um, inundated with these toxic chemicals that are formed from the sugar. And it starts to slowly uh, damage and degenerate organs, the skin starts to wrinkle and age and sag at warp speed. And that's why I tell my women, hey, and they, it wakes them up. Are you, you mean I'm aging fast with this? I've got to reverse this now. And the men, I say, hey, you're going toward a, you know, erectile dysfunction. You, it's just a matter of time, a few years, you'll have it. It'll be here, but it, you will not be able to resurrect it. It'll be gone. That's it. So I get their attention. And so I found the hot buttons for men. We talk about erectile dysfunction, and we, we you know, also talk about the disease in women. We tell them, hey, they're aging at warp speed, and we get their attention. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Seth, grandson of Azalee Douglas. And I also have on the line all the way from Austin, Texas, Miss Darling Douglas. Darling, are you there? I'm here. All right. But I uh, also see uh, we have someone that wants to comment, it looks like, or has a question or comment, so you know our rule, we go straight to the phone lines. And I want to thank y'all for holding steady, those of you that called in early. I mean, it's these, nobody's just hanging up. I guess y'all curious about what this little uh, um, surprise is going to be, what I gather. But any, anyway, area code 805 
347-215-1823. Go ahead with your question or your comment. Mom, come on. Hello? Area code 805-423. Go ahead with your question or comment. Hello? Hello? How are you doing? Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hi. Who am I speaking with? This is this is Barbara Catherine Griffin, and I go by by Cat Catherine. <laughs> Ed yes. and Isabel, Ed and Isabel are my grandparents. And it's Douglas and I need Cliff Douglas are my parents. I am the oldest. Oh, wow. Well, we really, really welcome you on the show. I've heard so much about you through Darlene and Janice and several people. Even my aunt, uh, Robbie, mentioned you. Uh, So glad to finally hear your voice. Glad to finally have you on the show. And how are you doing? I am so blessed. I am 83 years young. Wow. <laughs> 83 years young. I like how you put that. Well, Darlene, say hello to your aunt. Hey, Hi, hey. Catherine. How are you? Hey, Catherine. Hi, Darlene. How are you? Thank you guys for all you're doing for the show. You guys are wonderful. Well, I'm thank glad you. you're enjoying it. I'm just really enjoying it. You guys are doing such a wonderful job. Well, thank you very much. We, we, we're trying. Believe me, it's hard at times. Yeah, but, but, you, but you're doing it, so that's what's important. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. I am so glad to hear you. Yeah, I, nothing, uh, nothing wonderful goes, uh, goes easy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you're so right now. You're the oldest, you said, right? Yeah, I'm 83 years old. Wow. Wow. And I just... Okay. Now, so... I just just, just came back from my walk. Oh, did you exercise in? I walk every single day. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is something. Even I can't say that right now. <laughs> wow, every day, huh? That's great. <laughs> wow, wow. So now no, I, don't, I, don't, oldest, I don't need any help. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no, I do this by myself with that old man upstairs. Uh oh, yes, yes, yes. We all need him for sure, for sure. So now let's get this without, straight. You're the, without oh. him, we can do nothing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You said a mouthful there. So let's get this straight. You're older than Emma Jewel. You're older than, I'm going to miss somebody I know. Uh, you're older than Iofa. You're older yes. than um, Billy Joel, is it? Bubba Jack. Bubba, Bubba Jack, Jack I, I mentioned him, but you have a brother also named Billy. Help me out, Darlene. Um, yeah, yeah Billy, Uncle Billy, my and, brother uh, Billy, 
My brother Billy Dillon. Yes, Dillard, he and away. and then Ellis, you older than Ellis, you older than uh. My my brother whatever. Ellis passed away. Right, and you're old, old and your uh, uncle. You're, well, Wayne. you're older than Carl Wayne. Yes, he's the baby. Okay, all right. I think I, I who do I miss, darling? I know I miss somebody. He's, somebody. Carl Wayne is the baby brother, and Emma Jewell is the baby sister. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the ones in Texas. Well, it's like I said, it's good to have you on the show. Wait, hold a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody wants to comment. They want to say either hi to you or the hands just went up. So let's do this. Area code. Hold on, hold on. Where, where am I going to go first? Let's see. The, the, the hand. Okay, I got three hands up, believe it or not. Three. So let's do this. Let's go to the hand that's been up the longest. And this hand may have been up before we even brought you on, so they may not be commenting on what we're talking about. And that's okay. Erico, 817 Go ahead with your question or comment. Erico, 817 Somebody's phone number start with 817 Go ahead with your question or comment, please. Hey, this is this is Don. I... I, just as I put it, I knew that was Don with that delay. Hold on a second. Don, go ahead. I'll put your, I mute you just as you said some those. A long delay there, brother. Come on, speak up here. So what's happening with you, Don? Welcome to the show. I want to say good evening to everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Looking forward to this surprise. Just wanted to know that everybody's blessed. We had a good time listening so far. And I'm praying that everybody in the entire family is doing well. Well, thank you, Don, for that, and uh, uh, we, yeah, that surprise is coming on, and I think you'll appreciate it. Um, do you want to hang out with us a little bit? I'll hang out a little bit. All right, I'll leave your line open. Eric Code eight one seven three five three. You just raise your hand. I don't know if this is relevant to the our uh, last call or not, but Eric Code eight one seven three five three. Go ahead with your question or comment. Hey, I got a comment. Hey, cousin Cat, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you, girl? Oh, <laughs> cousin Cat, I am just loving this. You have the sweetest personality. I am just, oh my God, I'm just dying over here laughing because you're so sweet. I get to meet an 83 year old cousin. That is still well, walking. So now, I, I got something to tell you. I got something to tell you now. See, I got to come where you at, because, see, I still got to use some big gay. I ain't even near your age, okay? I can't even get, up, I can't get off the porch, honey. I'm not hanging with the big dogs. So I'm just going to go and stay on the porch. But now I'm going to come okay. up there with you. I got to walk with you, because you okay. have inspired me. Oh, you're you you it, man. I walk every day. Wow, that is so sweet. That is so sweet. God, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I just had to raise my hand because I just wanted to let you know that just the sound of your voice tells a lot about you. You just sound like the sweetest person. Our, our darling, I know she's a beautiful aunt to you. I hope you stop me stuff like biscuits and gravy, Okay. So we I mean, you go out with this. Good. Janice cooks good, like me. Oh my good. 
I just need to get on the bus. I need no. I need to ride a bicycle the way y'all in, okay? You know I ain't gonna make it like that. No, I'm coming. Darlene, I'll hit the ass on the bus. Okay, are you up there with Darlene? No, she's in California. Oh, shit. You're going to ride your back, bike to California, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to be reading about me on the news. No. <laughs> no, that is so sweet. Halfway between uh, uh, San Francisco and Paso Robles in L.A. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's a long way. That is so sweet. That is so sweet. You just put me in the mind of my grandmother. I I loved my grandmother Angelie. She just was yeah. the sweetest person. And that I live, in, I live in the wine company. Uh, in the uh, wine company. I can't drink. Look, cousin Cat. I can't drink no wine. I'm already messed up. I'll be sure enough messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get me all messed up with no wine, do you? Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Well, well, listen, Donna, Donna, we got another call. Okay, you know so what? That's going to give me something to do. That's going to give me something to do. Darlene, I told you I'm coming to Austin. Look here. You're just going to have to put this together. Donna? I've been waiting. <laughs> you can't you, you can't be talking all sweet and quiet. You got to demand me to do something because that's the only way I'm going to do it. We change okay, it. We change. I will call and talk to you. After the next call. <laughs> okay, Miss Donna. Miss Donna, now, just so anybody, anybody know, because we got callers, all kind of callers, and I know some of y'all saying, who is Donna? So, uh, uh, Donna is Azalee's granddaughter. She didn't already say, she might have said it actually. But listen, Donna, we got another call hold, and I don't want them to be upset with me, so let me go okay. ahead and go to this just, next caller. But listen, listen, when you when I put you on hold, press one, because you may want to comment later on on the show, and I don't okay. want your hand what happened last time, okay? So when I put you on hold, press one, all right? Go ahead and get final words. Go ahead and get final words real quick. Go ahead, quick, 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 get final words. It was, it was nice meeting you, Cousin Cat. And I'm coming to the wild country. Just what I done. I went to see the Alvin Ailey show last week. Oh, wow. You know Ain't Lulu's song? No, I don't. No, I don't. In Santa Barbara. Yeah, Emma Jewell told us about her. We 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 know uh-huh. her by way of Emma Jewell's. Uh, she the one that kind of let everybody know the line who Alan Ailey was and how she was related and how she was invited to come stay. So she gave. She, we know who she is. Donna may not have heard it, but we heard it. Yeah, I don't know. know. Alan Ailey is a, is a is a dancer. Donna. He's, he's he was he's, he's passed now. Well, listen, let's go to this next caller, and maybe they'll have some more information. But, Donna, i got to go to the next caller. Kevin, put your heart. All right. All right. All right. Eric Code, 210-653. Go ahead with your question or comment. Hey, Seth, darling, you hear me? 
Amy. Yes, we yes, hear you. I hear you. Yeah, this is Emma Jewel Douglas Johnson, San Antonio, Texas, daughter of Buddy Ennis Douglas, Inez Cliff Douglas, and the granddaughter of Adam Isabel Kennedy. That's my baby sister. That's right, <laughs> big sister. <laughs> That's yeah. my big sister, Cat. Her name is Catherine. We call her Cat. She, yes, she's the oldest of the family, and yes. we love her so much. She's just been just she's always been like a mother to all of us. And when she speaks, we listen. Oh, really? <laughs> you know you better. <laughs> yes, yes. I'd like to say hello to everyone, everyone, and hello, uh, hello. Good, good hearing all of you again. Well, it, it's yeah. good to hear from you, and it's it's even it's it's just as good to hear from your oldest sister. I've been hearing a lot about it, like I say, through you, through Darlene, through Lynn, through uh, uh, Janice, through everybody. So it's finally we're slowly beginning to hear from every voice. Finally, we, on, finally we got together. Yes, yes, finally, finally, and uh, I just want to thank you uh, uh, for calling in. And uh, just what do you, so, what do you think of the whole blog thing? I think you said a little bit about, about it. Uh, but what do you think of the the whole uh, your, your sister on the line? You got Darlene on the line. What do y'all think of all this? You know, the family is such a blessing, and we all alive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take nothing for granted. Amen. That's live each day to the fullest. That's that's right. We we're all here. We're all blessed to be alive. We're all blessed to be part of this wonderful family. We are blessed to have you to have the initiative to have a show like this. We've all learned so much about our family since you have brought this show on. And we're just grateful to you. And grateful to Darlene and all of y'all for providing all this fantastic information and all our new family members we've met. Thank you very much. Well, thank yes, you, yes, thank yes. You. Well, and I won't uh, say, I'll go ahead and, and get off. I know other people want to call, but anyway, until next time, this is Emma Jewel Douglas Johnson. God bless all of you. God bless you all, my family. Well, God bless <laughs> all right. you, Emma. I talk to you. Always good to hear from you. Okay. Believe it or not, you're one of my favorite callers. Believe it or not. Thank you. Family, Thank you. Nothing, nothing like it. Thank you. Thank you, sis. That's true. You're welcome. That's true. <laughs> well, that was Emma Jewel all the way from San Antonio. I heard from Donna all the way from Denton, Texas. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, again, uh, I'm so... Let me tell you, Seth. Let me okay. tell you what... Um, Thank you, Seth, too. <laughs> I have to tell y'all what my, my brother Kirk says about my Aunt Catherine. <laughs> okay. He, he said, my Aunt Catherine is just like E.F. Hutton. When she speaks, everybody listens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you know what? I have, to, I have to give you points. It's good to have somebody in the family that is an E.F. Hutton. Because families that don't have EF hugs is pretty, uh, uh, they have some issues. So uh, it is good to have someone in your family that they can speak and kind of rally everybody together. That is really neat. That is really neat. That is really neat. 
Well, let me ask you a question, uh, Catherine, since we have you on the line. Anything you'd like to see that maybe we are not doing yet with the show? Since I got you on the line, finally we get to hear your voice. And uh, and, uh, believe it or not, your picture is already out on the Internet. We've put your picture out several times. You know what? You You are doing an amazing job. So just keep up the good work what you're doing. Oh, thank okay. you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And uh, I don't know if Janice is around anywhere, but uh, if you uh, is she around? Well, she can say hi yes, or yes. hello. Yes. Hi, family. Hope everyone Hello, Miss Janice. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing really good. No complaints. Thank you. Well, it's good to hear your voice as well, cousin. Thank you. Likewise to all of you as well. And Miss Darling, say hello to your cousin Janice. Hello, cousin Janice. Cousin Darlene. <laughs> well, y'all gonna be hanging out, right? But a little surprise we got coming up in a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We will. And also, uh, uh, Janice, again, it's good to hear your mother. I'm just so glad that 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 uh, this is happening. I really am. And uh, uh, Darlene is going to do the bio. I don't know if your mom has heard the bio that Darlene does of the entire family, the entire Douglas Kennedy family, or the Douglas side anyway. And so that's going to be happening right after we get done talking to y'all. So just make sure that y'all are able to listen to that, if you can. I don't know what your schedule is like, okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. And thank you for um, getting Mom in. I know there's been a lot going on, and, Everybody's busy doing something. We just have to stop and make time for what's important, and this is important. So she wanted to stop by and say hello to everyone, and I'm glad you were able to facilitate it and make it happen this evening. I'm so thankful to you, Cousin Seth. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll just, uh, again, I'm so glad to hear from Catherine. Uh, I didn't even know Donna. When Donna just came on like that, I didn't even know she knew her. That's just That reunion up in Las Vegas, I'm telling you, where Donna and Bobby Verner was there, that's how she got to know everybody. And I come like a day from meeting y'all, but I had to fly out of there and get home. So I left my son there, Josiah, to kind of, you know, be there on my behalf. And him and DeMars, they got a chance to meet everybody. I call it the family reunion. Everybody was wearing red. But uh, I sure hate I missed that because Donna still talk about meeting y'all. And you see how she's just over the top with family. She just love y'all. She really <laughs> do. She speaks highly, highly of that reunion, how organized it was and how everybody was so nice. It made an impression on her. So I'm really, you know, if Donna give you the thumbs up, she give you the thumbs up because she can give you the thumbs down. Believe that. <laughs> now we so all- listen Go ahead. We're all happy to meet. We're always happy to go to every family reunion that's given and support the family and all their endeavors. And we're just thankful for family and any reunions. It's always nice to meet family. There's always more, and we welcome them with open arms. And it's so such a treat to meet more family. You never meet enough. Yes, yes, yes. Well, listen. I'm gonna go ahead and go because we got about an hour worth. Hour and thirty minutes worth of programming. I'm just gonna say that, and so I need to allow that time. So I want to move on. But listen, again, Catherine, it's so good to hear from you. Put a a a a, a, a voice with that 
beautiful picture because we have a picture of you and your husband and your daughters all. I don't know if y'all know that or not, but that was the very first show we did. So everybody yes. have a picture. Everybody, if they want to, they can see how you look, uh, as young as you look, like you say, 83 years young. So that's out there. Now we can put a voice to the picture. I'm so glad you called. So glad you called. One day we're going to get Mr. Carl. Actually, call, call in. Let me let you listen to this. Speaking of Carl Wayne, you'll like this. I don't know if you had the opportunity to hear this, uh, how much shows you listen to. But check this out. This is your uh, youngest brother. This is something he did. I was going to say he haven't been on the show but actually, he was on the show. Check this out. We'll be right back. Just check this out. It's going to take about 25 seconds. We won't go anywhere. Just listen to this. It's coming. Hold on. Let's start it over. This is a little too low. Let's start it over. But we have, I thought he wasn't on the show before until I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, yes, he was on the show. So I want you to hear this. This is something that Carl Wayne did for us a long time ago. If I say, I feel funny calling everybody by the first name and they're older than me, but y'all know who I'm talking about. So check this out. This was your brother. Uh, shout out he gave to us. My eyes are closed on me and I'm sound asleep. Here we go. There we go. It's coming. The youngest son of Ines and Buddy Douglas. And back in the day, they used to call me Soul Train. When Soul Train was on TV, and I thought that I was more than they were. But right now, I'm a heck of a lot of less. And y'all have a nice day. Bye-bye. <laughs> what did you think of that? It's short, but it's sweet. What do you think of that? That's your youngest brother, right? That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, short and sweet. I was going to say he'd never been on the show before, and we just need to get him on, but I forgot about that little little 25-second contribution he made to us a long time ago. So that was a shout-out about Carl Wayne, those of you who don't know who Carl Wayne is. But anyway, I just want to thank you all again for coming on the show. Janice, thank you for making it happen. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. And I hope you all keep listening to Dar- uh, Darling's bio on this entire family. It's really, really good. It's only about four or five minutes long. And then we're going to bring on the surprise for tonight, okay? All right. Thank you. Love you guys all, and God bless you. All right. Love well, God bless you. Thank y'all again. That was the one and only. Can you believe it? Finally, we get to hear from Catherine. Uh, Ain't Robert spoke of her. Uh, actually, that wasn't. Actually, she spoke of her off the line with me. Don has spoken of her many times and others at the reunion. And then Darlene and I are talking. She's always mentioning her. So finally, I get to know or hear how Catherine sounds. So anyway, that was really good. That was really good. So let's go ahead, folks, and uh, get and listen to one and only Darlene going over the uh, – Darlene, did you have anything to say about this Ancestry line before I play it? Because we haven't played it in a while. Y'all going to really like this, those of you who haven't heard it before. And those of you who have heard it before, you probably enjoy it just as well, just being reminded who you, who's related to who. Anything, though, before I play this clip, uh, Darlene? Okay. Um, we could go – I want to put this out there, like a disclaimer, because some of the dates and names may be a little off – 
but this is what I found on the census records. You know, like um, Uncle Duga's name is M.A. I'm, I'm sorry, Uncle Duga's name is M.B., B. but I picked up M.A., and sometimes okay. on the records it's M.B. and sometimes it's M.A. So I just want to put it, a disclaimer out there. I'm just putting out there what I researched and found. Okay. Okay, great. Great. Well, here we go, folks. Ancestry line of the Douglas family by the one and only Darlene Douglas. Check this out. Hello, family. To those who do not know me, my name is Darlene Douglas. I am the second daughter, Elisine and Carrie Richard Douglas. I am also the granddaughter of Ennis Buddy and Honest Cliff Douglas and Alex George. I'd like to tell you a little bit about our family history. I also welcome any new ballot information. Very little bit of help. You must remember that records that are kept on black slaves are not concrete. We were counted as property with the livestock, so that being said, we will entertain information that the family has to offer. Here we go. We start out around 1823 in Huntington Care, Tennessee, with the birth of Susan Douglas, who most likely was a slave. She would be my third great-grandmother. There is no husband name at this time. Susan had a son, Alex. Alexander Douglas, born around 1844 in Huntington, County, Tennessee. He died in Burleson County, Texas. At this point, I'd like to point out that it was not the law to keep death or birth records until, until after 1903. Uh, Alex would be my second great-grandfather. Alex's wife was Susan Michal. She was born around 1870 in Burleson County, Texas. At this time, I have no death date. Alex and Sylvie had more children, but at this time, we're only going to concentrate on Ed Douglas. Ed Douglas, my great-grandfather, son of Alex Douglas, and Sibia Michon was born around 1870 in Burleson County, Texas. His death date is March the 3rd, 1945 in Fulford, Harris County, Texas. Isabel Kennedy Douglas, my great-grandmother, wife of Ed Douglas, was born around 1844 in Texas. Her death date is May 25, 1935 in Burleson County. A gray marker states that her death date is 1925. I believe 1935 is correct due to information I've gotten from Dorothy Freeman Spain and Ellis Douglas Sr. They both had memories of her and both was born around 
and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, There I go rising. Okay, folks, we're back. Want to thank everyone for stopping by for another episode. The Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And also I have on the line the one and only Darlene Douglas all the way from Austin, Texas. Darlene, are you there? I'm here. And also we have the guest co-host that uh, we asked him to just kind of hang out with us whenever he's available. And that's the one and only Mr. Donald Jr. Shaw. Donald, are you there? Here. All right, all right, all right. What did y'all think of Darlene's? Don, what did you think of Darlene's bio of the family? What do you think of that? I think it was detailed, and it was interesting. So yes, I yes. Done our homework. Light to me. Yes, yes, yes. She did her homework. Kudos <laughs> to her for her hard work. Yes, yes, yes. Well, folks, I had mentioned a surprise for tonight, and I'm going to go ahead. What we did, we used to have a show before this, and we got a lot of interviews of family members. And uh, those family members uh, were uh, have passed, some of them. And uh, for whatever reason, uh the father saw fit to allow us to interview them, probably knowing they was going to pass. And we were able to get a hold of a lot of, to interview a lot of family that has passed. And so I'm so thankful to have interviewed several people. And one of the people that I was able to interview was Billy, and he passed. Y'all got to hear that interview. Well, there was another interview we did of a lady by the name of uh, Virginia Gilmore. Now, Virginia is not related to this family. She is a friend of the family. As a matter of fact, she is Mama's, one of her best friends. And she took the time out of her life to sit down with us and talk to the Douglas, the Booker side of the family, which is still all us related. Talk about my mother, who she was what kind of life she had, how was her life day-to-day. Miss Virginia Gilmore did a very good job talking about uh, uh, my sister crazy. She just texted me and said the music too loud. (laughs) 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 But we play the music loud because we do it on purpose. If we play the music loud, we just just mean we got to talk louder. She's funny. Anyway, that's my big sister trying to be a mother hen over us, but that's she's still she's still cool. Anytime, anytime. I was about to ask you which sister. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Virginia Gilmore sat down and just went over 
everything she could think of that mama did to bring her into the kingdom. And I thought, I listened to it last night, and it was so touching at some points, I ain't going to lie, it made me a little teary-eyed. And then uh, uh, there were some other things that happened. I ain't going to tell you all everything. I'm just going to let you all know it's five clips, five 15-minute clips, 15- to 20-minute clips. After each clip, we're going to stop. And if you have any questions or comments, you press one on the phone like you've been doing. And speaking of one, speaking of people, hands up, uh, 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 Catherine, you and uh, your hand is still up because you may want to come back on later on and comment. So be sure to press one so your hand will go down. Uh, so this Janice and Catherine, y'all's hand is still up just in case y'all want to come on later. There you go. Now, there you go. So. That way, if you want to come on there, you can comment again. All right, so everybody's hand is down. So we're going to go ahead and play clip one of this very serious interview. But before the interview, Verna May, she don't even notice that I'm doing this, so hopefully she won't be pissed. <laughs> but once you do something on this Internet, folks, it is property of the the, the Internet community. So, But I think Verna May would actually want people to hear this information. But she did a, she did a little clip before uh, Virginia Gilmore came on talking about my mom about working for the government. And you have got to hear what Verna May talks about with regards to working for the government. This is interesting. Somebody been wanting to know about when you're going to talk about economics. Where here you go. First 15 minutes before the interview, Vernon May is going to be talking about working for the government. Check this out, family. We'll be right back in about 21 minutes after she's done, and then we'll get into the interview of Virginia Gilmore talking about hiring my mother. You got to hear it. I'm telling you, you've been warned. But Vernon May, you'll like this. You'll like this. Check this out. All right, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Book of Doctors Family and Friends Network, and uh, this is the time of the show where we uh, want to devote it to economics. Um, sometimes we talk about job openings. Sometimes we just play little clips. We've been talking a lot about this thing that's coming up on uh, the country where they're expecting the dollar to drop, and there's a lot of economic power. Economic panic has set in, and lots of people are doing all kinds of things from buying guns to investing in gold and all types of, there's a lot going on with this anticipation of these economic woes, not to mention if President Barack Obama get reelected. So a lot of stuff is going going on. If I can talk tonight, a lot of things are going on. And while I'm there, if y'all get a chance to look this article up, it's called The Re-Election of President Obama Revolutionary Style. The Re-Election of President Obama, Revolutionary Style. And it is an article that I think is trying to pit black against white to for uh, some type of racial unrest. It's a very interesting article. Uh, you know, you got to know what's going on, folks. And so it's either Obama being re-elected is causing panic as far as a lot of, uh, of our white brothers and sisters are thinking that this man is a part of uh, taking their rights from them and, and, and they want their government back, and, 
and then him being black just fueled the whole thing, not to mention the whole economic thing around this dollar and all these uh, chief economists, smart people saying what is going to happen. So these are the type of things we talk about at this time of the show. But tonight I've invited uh, Aunt Vern to come on and talk about some of the things she's doing. And, and so what she's going to do is spend about, oh, probably around 10, 15 minutes talking about that before we bring the guests on. And uh, in the meantime, um, well, it's, yeah, Aunt Vern is going to share about 10 minutes. I'm looking at the clock now. And we, so she got about 10 minutes to share and let you all know about uh, doing business with the government. Uh, I think this is her number. I'm pretty sure. Area code 972 Uh 972-303. Aunt Vern, did I get it right? Is this your phone number? Uh, you got me on the line, Seth. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, taking uh, just taking my message and calling me. I, I didn't have to stay on you. I appreciate that. But I happened to know your number. I looked at your number, and I said, that's Aunt Vern's number. So, Appreciate you calling the show, and just go ahead and share with everybody what I talked about in the invitation, please. Okay. Uh, Seth, I thank you. I want to uh, share a little bit about what I had talked to you about business and those who wanted to start up a business and things like that. And I know uh, with the economy the way it is and jobs are tight. And one of the things I wanted to uh, tell young men and young women, that you can always open up a business. I was in church today visiting another church, and a young man was there. He had had talked about how God had blessed him. He had been incarcerated for 17 years and came out, and everybody was telling him he wasn't going to get a job, and he couldn't get a job because he was a felon and things like that. This young man testified on how the Lord had blessed him and how he created his own job. What he did and what he's doing now, he's a roofer, and he's a minority-owned uh, a roof company. He owned his own roof company, and he uh, puts on new roofs for people, and he made he makes good money doing that, and then he does a lot of hiring. But he created his own job, and we can all do that when once we learn something that we want to do. Um for instance, the first thing a person should do is always register their business. And you've got a business and want a business, the first thing they should do is get an assumed name. An assumed name costs about $5, and that's where you register your business name with the county district offices. That's the first thing to do. And um, whatever you're going to do, you have to put it out in a business plan if it's the strip, if it's distributing, if it's carrier service, or if it's all, if it's all of that. Uh, one of the things that I did, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I uh, just just created my name as Vernon's Ventures because it was so much that I wanted to do, maybe couldn't do, or wasn't ready to do at the time when I created that name. I first started out as wanting to do parking lot striping. I knew I couldn't do that, but I knew of a guy who could help me, so I subbed him out to do the work. And later on, I ended up selling bags, which uh, uh, gave me a distributor title, where I became a distributor. But today, there is a need with Joan Motors and uh, even DFW Airport for, for carrier service. And if a person have a truck... Um, or an old truck, they can always go to uh, 
General Motors and be a carrier. When I say a carrier, that means to pick up motor parts or to um, pick up, do quick quick runs for them, like a carrier. I have a friend who owns a uh, a Quest, uh, a Quest, which is a uh, part shop, and they're always looking for carriers to come and pick up a motor, not a motor, but I'm sorry, but a, maybe like just some oil to take to this company, or a part. Ford Motor, uh, Ford Motors, or one of the dealerships may need a part, and they need to come over here to Quest Code, Quest Car, and pick up this part. So that's a, that's another type of business one can do, and um, you can always become a plumber, helper, you know, or something that I mean, with big contractors and be a distributor just to bring them their parts. Uh, I. I couldn't do that because I am a female, but I ended up being a distributor for other parts. And as a distributor, I do Rubbermaid products. I sell their products, and I sell them to the government. And uh, Rubbermaid is just one of the factories that I sell products to. We're getting ready to do a Dort streetcar. Dort is building a streetcar over here in the Jefferson area of Dallas. And by me having a distributorship, I can sell them my furnishing for that streetcar project. When I say furnishing, that means the things that you may see on the side of the sidewalks. Uh, they call them bullets that will keep a car from hopping the curb or, a, you know, something that will keep a person from going out into the street. Uh, something like a, a barrier. Also, we sell the benches and the uh, shelter stations for Dort. Those things I do not manufacture. I just distribute those things. So in doing all of that, it just gives you, I'm trying to tell you these things, kind of open up your mind for you to start looking and seeing what are the things that you may want to do in your life or can do or know to do. Uh, One of the things that I must say is that uh, being a distributor, uh, people has done this for years, and I always, when I do public speaking, I I ask people, you know, when they go to Pep Boys to buy a tar, do they think that Pep Boys make those tars? They say no, but you can go to Pep Boys and you can see a Goodyear tar, you can see a Michelin tar, all of those tars, and you can also see oil. You can see different parts. Okay, if you are a distributor, such as Pep Boys are. If Pep Boys can do it, you can do it. You follow what I'm saying? Oh yeah, very good idea. You see what I'm saying? So you don't have to yeah, always the spirit, of, spirit of entrepreneurism. I mean, right. You have to be able to know that you know that you can do something to make some money on you know, I mean I mean legally. Not they don't have to be illegal all the time. You can make legal money by just being a distributor of different parts. And, and reselling them to the public, and but Pep Boys had to have money to start up on. But you can work out of your home being a distributor for some items, and uh, it can be a home-based business. But what I'm let saying me is, say, let, let me say this, and because I don't, I want you to keep going. I don't want to cut you off uh, to our guests that uh, look like I think they just call. I just need mm-hmm. you to hold on a second because this information is pretty important. I've been trying to get, uh, well, we've been. 
hoping Vern would call back this week, and so she did. She started last week, and I wanted to finish her train of thought. And uh, uh, so just uh, just hold on to the guests, and we'll be with you after she's done. But go ahead, Ingram. I'm not going to keep hold you long. I uh, I'm very proud of you, Seth. Uh, I really am. And I heard Robbie a while ago, and what she was saying, I did told that all the way. I agree with her, and I'm a, I'm so proud of her. It's been my sister, my oldest sister. She's given me a lot of good advice, and uh, I want to tell her that too before I I forget to say that. But what I'm saying, let me share something with you. Those that's already in business or can or have a record of, of selling a product, you can always do business with the government. And I noticed that with the government, they're going to uh, get rid of the CCR. But if they was registering, they can go in today or tomorrow and register their business with the government under the CC. It's www.ccr.gov. The government has a lot of small businesses doing business with them, but they're going to uh, get rid of that website, like in, uh, I think, next month. They're going to get rid of that website. And, and that's www.c as in Charlie, c as in Charlie, r as in Romeo, dot gov. Dot gov, G-O-V, okay? Right. Now, there's other government sites you can register with, too, but doing business with the main people, with all the military, which is global, a global Now, briefly, I just want to say that remember this is a very this is not a two year old show, so keep that in mind, folks. This is pre-recorded, and then we're going to come back in about another oh, ten minutes and talk about what we just heard. If you may not get no business with the government till next time, this time next year, but at least you'll be into their database now if you register. So their website, they need to go in and register their name, their business name, and get a dance number and get a tax a TIN number. You may already have a TIN number, which is a federal ID number. And uh, once you get those two things, and they will, they will walk you through on their CCR.gov webpage to do that. So and you're saying you get the DUN number and the P, uh, PIN number at the site? Well, you can. They will, they will, they will tell you what uh, who to call and get the TIN number that same day, get the, get the DUN's number that same day. But once you get that and go, I mean, and put that into your uh, CCR.gov uh, registration, then the CCR will turn around and give you a government cage code. When I say cage, it's C-A-G-E-C-O-D-E. A cage code is like your Social Security number with the government. It's just like it's a four-digit number that they give you that you can go in there and always, uh, uh, any merchant or any retailer there within the government. It could be from APHIS. It can be from the Department of Defense. Uh, it could be from the Pentagon. They, would, they can, would pull you up and see what you sell and what you do. For instance, if I had a funeral home and I wanted to, you know, if you, if you, I don't know if you heard about it, how Dover Air Force Base has been dumping those bodies because they, they couldn't cremate them fast enough. Okay. Wow. Homes, funeral homes can always get business with the government because the government also uses funeral homes. And people, those are people who've been in business for years. They need cremating. They have to cremate these bodies, and they don't have enough. They don't have hardly any small businesses doing that. And I have to say this, and I applaud Mr. Obama. When the Clinton administration was there, the Clinton administration did not have this set up for small businesses. 
but uh, the Bush administration started it, and uh, Obama has 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 adopted it. And it's right. If the, if you are a government agency, your first demand is that you have to do business with a small business if they can if they can service your product, if they can service you, or produce that product. In other words, when I first got started, this company that I'm doing business right today had the contract that I have now, and uh, they didn't want to work with me. But because of that new law that had been created under the Bush administration, they had to. So either they work with me or don't get the contract back. So they ended up having to work with me, and now we've had the contract for over 10 years with the government. But under the Obama administration, he has adopted that same that same small business, uh, I mean, you know, the policy that if they can do business with a small business, they must do business with a small business first. So you got from the VA, Department of Defense, I mean, uh, Department of Energy, General Service Administration, all of those agencies got to buy from small businesses if they if they can first get a small business to do this. You got many many websites that can go in and look and see and register. Uh, one one of them is the FedBiz. It's, it's, it's www.fedbizopps.gov. That's another free site that they can go in and look at all of those opportunities there for small business. Again. And again, to the guests, uh, we're wrapping up here, so just stay tight. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll, well, I'm not going to hold you any longer. Go ahead. I, I mean, you do yeah, have No, no, no. I, I want you to give that site again because some people are, are paying attention to this. What's the site number? It's www.fedbizops.gov. It's fed, fed, F-E-D-B-I-Z-O-P-P-S.gov. Okay? And you can, I mean, sometimes it will pull up on the F-B-O.gov. F, like Frank, B, like boy, O, like open, dot gov. It can pull up sometimes that way, but those is is websites that is very important to a starting small business. And believe me, there is a lot out there that they can do and we can do and make a living. Well, 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 hey, Vern, what we'll probably do, like I said, today, folks, I just wanted her to just come on the show, spend about 10 to 15 minutes with she That's exactly what she's doing, just kind of wetting your tongue, wetting your appetite. And then what I would like to do, Vern, in the near future is have you on and let you be the guest for one hour, and you just talk about your business, not your business per se, but just like you've done today, but go more involved step by step because it's very intimidating when you say you're doing business with a multi-billion dollar for anybody. You know, I don't care if your business may have been in business for 20, 30 years. It can be intimidating. But what i like for you to do, because I know you've been doing this for a long time, is just to come online, come on the show, and just really take your time, break it down, give the websites again, phone numbers, addresses, whatever people need. Because I know I'm interested, and I, I would assume others are, but with these quick little, this is just something just to get them interested, just to get them thinking. And then, like I say, folks, y'all stay tuned, and I will let y'all know when Ingvern um, uh, uh, and I can sit down and come up with a date, and we'll, and we'll pass it along. Maybe next week as soon as next week. If not, in the near future. Is that okay, Ingvern? Okay, but let me share something. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say this again. Today is uh, May the 20th. Yeah. Okay. 
if they have a business, I would register this week with the CCR.gov. They can always go back in there and change their NICOs or change what they do. But right now, I would register this week. If I have a, a potential business that I want to do, you can go in there and register your name, your potential business name. You can always change it later on. But I would register this week because they are going to do away. I don't know why they're doing away with the CCR website. The government wants one website to work work from, and uh, they uh, sent me a message and just told me to go in there and make sure my pass my password was the same and all of that. But I would register register today if I were you, Seth. If you have a business or want a business and you know your and you want the name of your business, you know the name of your business that you want it to be. Go ahead and register this week under that ccr.gov website. Okay. 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 Mhm. And I'll be uh, back on uh, when I when you get ready. Okay, folks. Okay, that was uh, just uh, just a little sample of uh, of a particular show we did. That is an old show. It's about two years old. Just know that some of the re- some of the websites are relevant. Some of them are out of date, like she said. If you have any questions, uh, I um, think I left enough information. It's Vernon Ventures. Uh, just Google Vernon Ventures, Vernon Ventures, and get a hold of Vernon May, Aunt Vernon May, and she will direct you if you're interested in selling to the government. Now, Vernon May, I'm sure probably the moved on to big and better things, but that is something she has knowledge of, family. So I just wanted to just play that little clip. That's part one. we got four more clips to play, and the next clip is going to be getting into the interviews from the um, uh, the one and only Virginia Gilmore, a friend of the family. Again, she is a friend of the family uh, talking about uh, my mother. So uh, Darlene uh, is still holding on the line. Darlene is still holding on the line, and I wanted to go to her real quickly. Darlene, what did you think of what you just heard? Pretty important information huh it was <clears throat> excuse me it was all good information um yes yes and the one website is no longer around again this that interview is like two years old however uh the relative the information is all relevant about selling to the government uh, i looked into it a little bit and uh it can be overwhelming but uh if you just ask questions and stick with it like anything else i'm sure it can be done so uh, i'm going to go ahead and not waste any time and go directly to our interview with virginia gilmore talking about my mom but before i do this i want to just say this so family not all of our family not all of the douglas kennedy family friends network was born was uh birthed or started out with cushion some of us have some humble beginnings this is the story of one of your family members by the name of irene booker rhymes that started out with just such a beginning you know and uh, there's a, a lot of questions that can be asked of why was her beginning so rough in the beginning uh, this can happen anytime you have a union of male and female who are men and not taking their rightful place and being responsible providers and leave a lot of our women out here uh, with the illusion of being in love and how some of us brothers can do and I talk about this because all my life I've dealt with it all my life I have dealt with why were you in the projects? Why did y'all come up in the projects? The projects people ain't good enough. This, that, and the other. All our life we've had to silence and basically put in the dust people 
so I don't shy away from it. I'm not ashamed of it. I stand up to it because I still say, those were the best days, darling, of my life. If I could turn back the hand of time, I would rather go back to that community than the community I live in right now where I don't even know my next-door neighbor, okay, even though I've tried to. People are very strange these days, and I, and I opt to go back to those days where life was more simple, a lot of trust, a lot of trust. When you are humble by uh, beginning, like living in low-income houses, it does something to your spirit. The Father can use people that are more humble. You don't have to be poor or in low-income houses and be humble, though. You can be rich, but it's very hard, as the Bible say, for a rich man to even enter the kingdom of God. John, know that? Have you ever heard of it, darling? I have. It is hard for a rich man to even make it in. Why? Because when you're wealthy and you when you're wealthy and you have all these service, your money working for you, you don't need God in your in most of our minds. So when you're humble and you start out on the very bottom, you're more humble in most cases. There are some people that are on the very bottom and they're just as sinful and just as wicked as anybody else and so, you know, they they their their role will be even harder. But Mama took it upon herself to use this opportunity and all of the men that came in her life lying, saying they love her, they're going to be there. And you know how women are. They want to be in love. They want to be valued. They want to be treasured. And so they give these men, these trusts, and you look up, you have six kids. You have none of those men standing around. And there you are. What are you going to do? So Mama made it a Mama made a conscious decision that none of my kids is going to live in this world, live for the world. They're going to live for God. They're going to do what's right. And I I don't have all the tools, but I'm going to go to church. I'm going to find, she, after she got born again, of course, this all happened. And so she began to seek God, and she got directions to go to a church by the name of Prayer of Faith Temple, where people really believed in God, really believed in prayer, breakthrough. I mean, serious, not no funny stuff, not no spooky stuff, really believing and trusting God. And that caused her to make a quality decision to be in our lives daily, in our schools, and knowing our teachers. Mama knew every one of our teachers. Mama was, she, they knew her at GW Carver, the name of the school. They knew her probably more than any other parent. Mama made it a, a, a conscious decision to make sure we were clean and fed. But I'm not going to say much about this. I'm going to let another lady talk about this. I'm going to let her best friend tell you our witness account on who Irene Booker Rhymes was. And so I just had to play this. I played it the other night, and it was just so moving to me. I said, I got to play this. No, I got to play this. So anyway, Virginia Gilmore, who is she? Just a friend of the family. I mean, just a friend of the family. She knew us. Uh, she actually dated one of the, uh, don't ask me who, darling. I know you're probably curious, and everybody else is. <laughs> but she actually dated one of Sonny Boy's sons. Yes, she did. So uh, Virginia <laughs> Are you curious, ain't you? Ain't your cousin? <laughs> no. Okay, well, I know somebody's saying, well, which one was it? But anyway, Virginia Gilmore did date one of them. And um, she uh, was very familiar with her family. She knew Ain't Naomi. She knew Ain't Robbie. She knew Verna May. She knew a, a lot of parts of our family. So a lot of family members hearing her voice, it would just be an old voice to them that they've heard in the past. But uh, some of you, uh, 
if this would be very intriguing to hear her talk about firsthand, Irene Rhymes, my mother. So check this out. You're going to hear a lot of names that some of y'all already know, like Donna. And uh, I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. I'll just let it be a surprise even more to you. So here it is, the interview. This is about two years old again. Some of the people in this interview is past. Know that, okay? So this makes it even more valuable and precious to hear. Check this out, folks. We'll be right back after about 15 minutes, and I'll take any comments. Uh, by the way, let me see if any comments on the phone line for Amy Verna If you have any questions or comments, remember, we'll play it after the clip, and this is about a 15-minute clip. Check, check this out, folks. Uh, let's see here. Just bear with me. Like I say, tonight we do have the one and only Miss Virginia Gilmore, uh, that is, uh, that's going to be our guest for tonight. And I just want to thank her for stopping by. And uh, before I open up the line, I just want to say Miss Virginia has been uh, for sure uh, one of those uh, strong elders that we looked up to coming up in the uh, uh Project, Eastside Project. She was, uh, I know she's been Mama's friend, uh, uh, one of Mama's best friends. And uh, I'm just glad that she stopped by tonight to spend time with us. And I'm going to go ahead and open the phone lines. I think this is her number. I'm taking a chance. But Erico, 817204. 817204. Is this Miss Virginia? This is me, Sid. Can How you, you hear me? I'm fine, honey. I'm so glad. Okay, well, this is Paula's number phone that I'm on because mine is kind of going in and out. But I wanted the the listeners, I want to hear from them, and I wanted them to hear me. And I thank God for that valuable information that she was giving over the phone. You see, that was good information. information. I was, you know, I was just saying, and this is that uh, that. uh, it's a little intimidating to somebody that's never, well, actually, it's intimidating for somebody that's been in business or not. I know lots of people that is oh, yes. the whole government, you know, all together. But anyway, yes. uh, it's glad that she came on. Can you yes. hear me okay? Yeah. Can, can you I hear me okay? okay? Yes. But yes, I was just I saying... I was just saying that, that that is good. That's why I wanted to come on and share. And like I said, she gave us websites. Anybody want to dig, they got the websites. If, if they missed oh, anything okay. after the show, yeah. they can go on the site and rewind and, 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 and yeah. get that all again. So but that's yeah. Vernon May. That's Aunt Vern, we call her. And uh, she's been doing her thing for a while. And I really am going to yeah. look into that this week. Okay, but, uh, do that. Anyway, Miss Virginia, it's good to hear your voice, and welcome to the oh, honey, Family so, and Friends it, Network. Yes, yes. I just want to let you know, honey, I love you all, Donna, and uh, all of Morris, and all of y'all. You know that. And I called that project the Little Village for me. Because it was just like a little bitch. We, I can sit on the back porch and, and look at up that y'all, because y'all stayed up on the hill. But it was fabulous. And, and right, right. And Mr. Virginia, before, before before you begin, let me do this. Let me do this before you begin, because I know okay. you got a lot to share, and we want to just give yeah. you the mic, and we'll just sit down and just listen. But before you yeah. come on, let me let me just kind of uh, again kind of remind everybody who you are in relation. Okay. You know, it's, uh, again, folks, 
This is a neighbor yes. of ours uh, that was we was raised with, uh, uh, Virginia Gilmore. I got the last name right. I'm pretty sure you're Gilmore, right? Yes, yes, Blaylock okay. now. But Gilmore, Blaylock. I started out Gilmore. But okay, I'm, Blay- I'm remarried since then. Okay. I'm married to Blaylock. Okay. But that's fine. Virginia, that's fine. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Blaylock, and, and she was one of Mama's closest friends coming up and uh uh and uh I'm going I really just want to go ahead and let her just kind of give talk about who mama was and who we were and y'all remember this was supposed to have been last week for mother's day so don't y'all think yes. I'm, you know I'm yes. you know uh talking about mama yes. two weeks straight cuz I want to I like a show where it's a balance we talk about this side of the family talk about that side of the family and so y'all just know that this was supposed to actually happen last week, Mother's Day, and I was kind of, kind of, you know. So anyway, Miss Virginia, welcome to the show, and uh, yes. go ahead with what you was going to say. Well, the two thing that I can say, every, it was good. Everything that I can say and want to say, that it really happened and it was good. That's like I told you um, before, that those was the good. The seventies to me was good. Because uh, it was innocent, it was more of uh, like uh, you know, it's more freedom or something. You know, we kind of we discussed together, we loved each other, we cried together, we looked out for each other, and looked out for each other's children. And I really was so. I mean, she treated me like I was her sister, her baby sister. And she would always tell me, let's go to the store. The kids are at school. We better go get what we need so we can have the dinner ready when they come home. And that blessed me and that helped me to be grow up and helped me to get on the job because she took care of you all very well. I admired her the way she took care of you, the way she cooked, the way she washed, the way I tell her, I said, girl, what do you lay down? When do you go to bed? She said, girl, I got to get these clothes out. I got to do this. I got to do this. And that means it just wasn't one day. It was every day. And the love that, the love that I saw her give you all, that I wanted to pass that on to my children. I thought I loved my children. But she had a, like a mother hen love. She always wanted to know where you all was. She really didn't want y'all playing and nobody Hold on, hold on. Mr. Virginia, Mr. Virginia, let me ask you something. Are you kind of moving around with your phone? I'm moving a little bit. My ear, is it going in and out? Yes, yeah, kind of like. Um, yeah, yeah. This is Paula's phone. I, I thought no, it, it, I it, it's, it's real clear. It's real clear. It's just like you're moving or something, though. But go no, ahead. We don't want to miss a word. We don't want to miss a word. Go ahead. And uh, it was such a great uh, time in raising my kids right along with your mother raising you all because it was just like one big happy family. If she saw Anthony, my son, do something, she's going to tell me. She's going to tell me. And I didn't have to tell on y'all because she had y'all so under control that y'all really didn't do a whole lot. You know, but Anthony would slip out the window and he'd do little sneaky stuff when I'd go to work and try to make it back before I got home. And she'd beat me. She'd say, I don't mean to start nothing, but I told you I'll watch out for your house. She'd say, Anthony went out, <laughs> went out the door, and he stayed gone for about 30 or 40 minutes. And I said, well, okay, thank you, thank you. But she guess what? Never got mad, never fell out, never rolled my eyes, never. Who she said she was telling all my kids, we stuck together. We cooked our dinner together. 
she washed in the morning. Sometimes I didn't feel like washing when she washed. I'd wash it in the evening. But she kept the family going. And I, I think about that. I still, it's still in my mind how we, we made it. How we made it. Started out at Prayer Faith Temple, rolling and crying and praying over the, on the floor, up under those tents on Beach Street, rolling and all that dust and you know, but guess what? I paid off Brother Shambach, you know, he'd come up under the tent. We'd go be there in the morning. Girl, something going on, we better go. She we get ready to go to bed. We stayed in church more than we stayed anyway. And I mean at least y'all did, huh? Well, I think I just I am listening. I'm listening. Yeah, and, and honey, that was a good thing. But see, she set the pattern for you all. She set the stage. Now it's y'all's time to set the stage for you all's children. You carry the torch on, it because it's in you. It's in you. It's in Donnie. It, it's in all of y'all to carry the torch on. You see, don't let go just because she's gone to heaven. Y'all got to keep going. Care tag to y'all's children. Y'all's children's children, keep the touch going. Because it was y'all was raised in it. Y'all not near in this thing. Y'all was raised in it. You're in the Amen. army. You hear me? Amen. You started out being, you started out being babies in the army. Y'all was little baby soldiers. But guess what? You're grown now. So y'all know how to fight the enemy. You know how to keep him back. Look up, don't look down, don't look around, don't be sad, don't be mad. Put your face to the flint. Get focused. Get focused. Because what got us through, it's because a new ball game out here now. You've got to play it another way. It's still Jesus, but it's a new it's a new uh, ball game going now. And what got us through is going to take y'all a little more. The Bible says greater works, greater works that y'all are doing. We did work. But y'all going to do greater works. So thank God that you're still here. You're still alive. We're still on the land of living. You still got the, the use of your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth. You got wisdom. God didn't give you young people wisdom, a lot of wisdom. I told you somebody today, I said, I don't know about the iPod, and I don't know nothing about the email, but I do know, me and your mother know about the email, and let me hit those knees. It wasn't the email wasn't up when he was going. You hear me? All this I and all that. We didn't know how to do that. We just had a regular phone, a regular telephone. If she called me, I called her. Sometimes she's a girl. I feel like we need to pray. I said, well, you'll pray on the phone. You coming down here. She said, now I tell you what, I'll be down at your house. Open the back door. And they'd be around by the 8 30 9 other. We pray and slang snot and holler and hoop until where? Sometimes we forget about the time. But we was getting a breakthrough. We was getting a breakthrough to God. Telling God about y'all. Telling God, God, I plead the blood of Jesus over my children. I plead the blood of Jesus. Say to no weapon for them to kiss you. Them shall prosper. Crying out. Even when y'all would catch the bus and go to school, me and her would be praying. And a lot of times we just sit there. She said, Virginia, I need to go on and say, let's go on to the courthouse market. I don't know if you might remember we go down there and get our little groceries, come on back. She said, well, let me cook the meat. And you just and I'll and I just cook the meat up in my oven, and then after then, you cook the vegetables. But, baby, y'all didn't have a hungry day. 
You didn't see no hunger days. Said, you know why? Because we stayed fortified. We stayed prayed up. We stayed looking out for our little babies. That's true. That's true. Just like, yeah, and I'm telling you, you know I'm telling the truth. Just like Mother Eagle, see? When the Mother Eagle fly away, she goes for a hunt. She goes to look for food. And then guess what? She brings it back to her babies. She feeds them until they get big and strong where they can take care of themselves. And then guess what? Then she starts picking their nests. After they get big enough and old enough to take care of themselves, she goes to picking their nests. But you know what? She carries them up three times. She teaches them how to fly before she leaves. She carries them up. And she, she, and she take them so far up, and then she let them go. And they little wings just be flopping. And she'll scoop up. She sees they can't make it, she'll scoop up on them and get them. She'll scoop up on them and get them. Carry them back up again. She'll do it three times. And after that third time, guess what? They on their own. She teaches them how to fly. But when they meet again, they don't meet as mother and daughter or mother and son. they eagles. Let me ask you this, Miss Virginia. Uh, now, and this is this is I don't want to get too far from what you was talking about, but I want you to before you before we finish today, I want you to include how you got saved. And Just real. Real quickly, everybody, um, I'm simply asking her to, to let us know how mom influenced her to, to, to be a believer. Uh, those of you on the phone lines listening to the Internet, call the phone number. You're going to be disconnected in about four minutes, okay? If you listen to the Internet, call the phone number. And I don't want to take up a whole lot of time, but I used to sit on my front porch and you know, watch uh, Paula and Anthony play outside because the kids were so mean. Some of the kids, not all of them. Some of the kids, they was mean, you know. And uh, I know you remember Rick, Rick, uh, the little boy named Ricky, Ricky Shivers and those shiver kids across the street. Well, they would uh, fight my kids. And I didn't have a backyard. I mean, I would go to the backyard, but they always wanted to play in the front yard. But make a long story short, uh, I, you you all were staying further on down, on Stevenson. Yeah, before y'all moved up down the hill, y'all were staying further on down. And I would sit there on the porch and I would watch your mother's lifestyle and I would watch you all. And in my heart, I wanted to be like that. I wanted my kids to be like that. It was a certain piece uh, that it looked like when I looked down there in the yard, she had her clothes on the line. She was washing, and y'all was playing outside, and y'all would play with each other, not with other kids that much. And uh, I would say, oh, I wish my kids could be like that. I, that's what I want to do. It's just something about her lifestyle, and I know what it is. It's Jesus. It's the lifestyle she lived before you all and with you all and around her neighbors. And that's what it is. When I met Sister White, then she introduced me to Jesus. And then the day that I got delivered over that Proud Faith Temple, I don't know how I got to the office. I don't know what happened. All I know, when I come to myself, I was at the office telling God, God, I'm so tired. I'm so tired, but when I looked up, your mom was around me, Sister Lee, Sister Bullock, I, I know you remember all of them, but anyway, Sister White, and all of them were just praying all over me, but I felt so different when I got up off of that book. 
How many said it was just like somebody took a wash rag and just went inside of my chest and just washed me clean? I loved it, everything and everybody. I mean, I just couldn't stop hugging. I couldn't stop hugging. I was so glad to be free. Your mother played a big part because she was always there, and she encouraged me. But then you come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go up under the tent. Let's go up under the tent. We had church every Let, night, and you know that. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Okay. Folks, that's the end of part two. Part two, part three is coming. Want to look at the phone lines? How are y'all enjoying this? Uh, <clears throat> let me just check in with my co-host really quick, really quick. Uh, Don Jr., darling, your lines are open. What do y'all think so far? What you hearing? What do y'all think so far? What you hearing? Well, I can tell you this. I know she knows your mom because Irene was a brand woman. And when she said that she kept y'all in church, she was telling the truth. Because I think you fellas went to church more than anybody I know outside of my mama. And she kept us in church. But I can truthfully say that Irene was a praying woman since she was, I guess, really my favorite auntie, us being born the same day. And uh, I think she gave me my first official birthday party at Big Mama's house and for this lady to bring about memories and and talk about how the relationship she had with Irene, I'm telling you, it can really open up the channels of the past because from when you lived across there from uh, the old school uh-huh. and then you know, I can I can call the name of that school. That school that was right across the street from <laughs> Yeah, G.W. Chicago, I know that she didn't allow no mess on, around our house. And she and for a small apartment, it was spotless. I know that mm-hmm. she made y'all pray and walked the proud faith temple. And I can remember the days when our W. Schambach came to uh, proud faith temple during the days of the late C.B. Roberts myself. And it's just so refreshing to know that someone that's gone had that kind of impact on a non-believer to the point I can even feel the presence of the Holy Spirit as I speak to cause them to make them want to seek the Lord for themselves and get delivered. That's the that's the power of a praying woman. I can bear witness to that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and I'm telling you, man, uh, we had, you know, we live in the project, folks. We talk about strong. We talk about people. We talk about some serious thugs around us. Now, we didn't, we didn't see it because we was at church, but we knew we knew some people. We knew some people that had killed folk. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, I knew people, we, we knew some gangbangers. We wasn't close to them, but we knew their name. We would see them. But you know what? Every single one of them people would respect the heck out of mama. One well, one time, one guy was just shooting. He just was driving around. I think he was one of two towards the glass key shooting and shit. And he pulled in front of her, and she called him and said, so-and-so. And he said, yeah. She said, was that you shooting, acting a fool? <laughs> Mama just had that thing with people where they respected her. You know, they weren't, I don't want to get her life to the Lord, but they respected her. They saw God in her. And uh, it's very, very, you know, it, it's very interesting. Darling, you have any words? And then I'm going to go to the phone line. Someone have their hand up. Darling, any comments? Quickly, quickly. I um, I remember meeting her once, though I didn't have the opportunity. 
opportunity to actually get to know her. But this lady that's talking, she's just really saying it take a whole village to to bring up a child, to bring up a family. And it sounded like they really worked together. Yes, they did. And uh, that that woman, uh, one of these days I post some pictures out there where we would, she would actually see her out on the, out on the, sitting out in the yard with these friends. That this is just one of them. She had lots of friends that would come by and they would sit chairs out, be three or four, and they talk about the Lord on the grass. Mama had a lot of friends that came by that would probably call her her best friend, and they would just sit down and talk. They looked at her a lot for leadership. And I remember she would have these weenie roasts where she invite all the kids of the uh, of the entire, I'm serious, the entire village, as, as, as I'll use the words of Miss Virginia. And, and uh, they would come, and she had this big old fire going in the middle of the yard, and she would roast weenies and talk about Bible stories. Serious, serious, serious. I remember that. But listen, we have... A question, a comment, Eric code eight one seven. People go people gonna learn this number after a while. Three five three, go ahead with your question or comment. Is that me, Seth? That's you. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I just uh, listening to identify yourself. This is Donna. You oh, came I on keep, earlier. I keep thinking. I'm just talking to everybody. We just know everybody. I'm sorry. I, Irene's oldest daughter, Anthony's granddaughter, Anthony uh, Douglas's granddaughter. Um, as I said, and I listened to Miss Virginia. I hadn't heard a voice in years, but coming up uh, in Butler Housing Projects. Um, we didn't we didn't play like the other kids in the community because of of being six of us we had to uh play with each other uh because the mom she she brought she was bringing us up in church and she couldn't speak for what others was doing in their homes but she did not she did not look down on others because of their lifestyle but and like Seth said, if somebody was walking and had a 40 ounce in their hand, and I'm talking about bad actors, they would actually hide the 40 ounce and say hi. And they never said, called her by her first name. They always said Miss Irene. And I, as coming up, the oldest child, I would get jealous because she had six kids, and all we knew how to do was work go to church. If it was church three times a day, we we went to church seven days a week. Um, Sometimes we had three services. We were there. Sometimes when she didn't want to be a, 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 a pastor or anybody for asking them to come pick us up to go to church, we had to walk. And, and, and coming up, I was angry. I, I was. I'm just like, what kind of mess? She knows she could have uh, took that ride for us, but you know what? The whole while we were walking, she always had a prayer on her breath. It never failed. And um, when we got to church, we were kids that loved being there. She didn't have to coach us and just say, you know, just make, make, make. We really wanted to go because that's all we knew. Uh, we woke up in the morning before we went to school. We had to clean, move all the furniture, sweep and mop those concrete floors, 
take the clothes to the washer, have them washed and dry before that yellow buff pulled off. Bet not have miss them it. ironed. Have them ironed. Have them yes. ironed. Had them, and then she would starch the clothes where they would stand Iron up curtains. by themselves. She had us ironing curtains. Exactly. You remember ironing curtains? Hold on a second. I wonder who's laughing. No, not really. But for real, Mama had us ironing curtains. When I say these kinds of things, I really think, I'm going to be honest, I really don't think it take all that. That's my mom, but I was just going to say it. I don't think yeah. it took all that. Not to, meet, not to mention the whippings or the beatings. We didn't, she didn't play with that. But Moving furniture to sweep and mop behind it and moving yeah, it back. That was much needed. That's extreme that was much needed. to me. Just, just, just real no, quick. Hold on a second, Donna. Hold on a second here. Then I'm going to let you talk about two or three minutes. We'll go back to the clip. But for real, for real, I don't think it took all that. I don't think you have to go to church every single day like we did. But Mama's philosophy was, I have six kids. I don't have a man. I have six demanding kids. I have six active kids. Ain't none of my kids slow. They, they these boys like girls. These girls like boys. There's one of those little fine girls all around their projects. Handsome boys all around. I got six kids, and their hormones is alive. What am I gonna do? So Mama's philosophy was, I'm going to teach you niggas. That's what her exact words were. Back in the day, they used niggas like it was your name. We don't do it now, but <laughs> she would say, she didn't mean no harm. It wasn't no put down. It was They used the word a little different than we used it. And she would say, I'm going to teach y'all. Y'all, me, Seth, you and Mars and Putt, my youngest brother had passed, Putt, Effin and Donna Bell with me here. Y'all not going to have to ask a woman for nothing. You're going to know how to cook. You're going to know how to clean. And I mean, if I bust my clothes right now and tear up my wife, she's a witness. I can sew it back together and iron it, and you will swear I never busted it. We sew. We iron. We clean. We know the difference between, we know the difference between white and dark clothes like tin. We went to separating white and dark clothes, talking, jiving up at the laundromat. People look at us like, do you see those kids? So what am I saying? We're just simply talking about Irene tonight. Those of you, thank for you. Thank for uh, joining the Douglas County Family Friends Network. We just listened to a clip of uh, Virginia Gilmore speaking of Irene, our mother. Donna's on the line, giving her two cents. Donna, you go ahead and finish, and then we'll go back to the clips. I'm telling you all, the best is yet to come. Trust me. Go ahead, Donna. Yeah, so as far as, far as her looking up the hill and seeing us, we, we didn't go past the front porch. We only allowed, we was allowed to play with each other. Trick, Halloween, we played tr- Halloween trick-or-treating in the house, going from one bedroom to the other, getting candy from one another. But, you know, I... Young, young. Yeah, but I, I have to say, as far as dating and all that, we weren't allowed to do it. It, it, it. She put the prayer God in you, believe me, had eyes and ears everywhere. And she yeah. had bad folks that could whoop us, and when she got home, she would do it. I'm just like, you folks. And, Don, i got to jump in. Just you got to forgive me when you said whooping. I had to thought, thought of this, but... Mama had this thing where we was going to live out the scriptures no matter what, and she tried her best in the climate of the projects, very hostile environment, to teach us not to fight. 
but to love people. <laughs> Donna had these girls that would always beat up. And y'all got to know Donna. Donna can whoop the average dude her age when she was that younger age. Donna was nothing to play with. But Mama told her, don't you fight, don't you fight. So these girls, without, just tell them real quick about the crowd. And we got to go to this clip, Donna. Quick, 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 please. Well, first of all, my mom was religious, and she didn't believe in fights. She believed in you letting someone hit you, and you turn in the, uh, on the right cheek, you turn to the left or whatever. But my grandmother was a horse of a different color. She didn't play that. She would walk me to a fight, and she would tell me, either you get in there and you fight, or you let them, if you let them whoop you, then I'm going to beat you. So which beating do you want to take? You want it from me, or do you want it from them? And I would go in there and I would fight, and my dear would say, "All right, you did that. Let's go home." She, she you're talking that. about folks. You talking about Adelaide? Adelaide didn't play that. She didn't play that. But these girls were some else. They knew my mama was very religious, and they actually came in and was trying to kick the door in. And I said, "My mom said you can't come in. We can't have any friends." So I just, you know what? I they drugged me. <laughs> I was trying to get to their house to tell their mama. I said, you know what? Forget what my mama said. And when I say I clean house, I clean house. I I, I didn't fight people my age. I fought no, older no, guys. No, that was when you decided to fight. Now, I want you to briefly. Um, I no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That was when you decided to fight. Now, my question was when mama told you to fight. When mama, up, mama never up, did at the rent office, up at the rent office, I think it was up at the center, when the girls messed with you and you came home one more time and told and she said, okay, from now, and then what happened the next day? That, that was that was the Easter dress. I had this rainbow-colored dress, and uh, she didn't want me to wear it, and I begged her to let me wear it. She said, you better not come back home with the torn. And I was in the sixth grade, and this girl was a senior, and she just kept picking on me. She was planting. My mom said for me not to come home with my dress tore. And she just kept yanking on it. And I told the lady that was there, and she was like, she told her to stop, and the girl wouldn't stop. And I said, you know what? Strike three, that's out. You know, I'm not. He ain't finna do it no more. I done talked and done said and done told everybody. When I got through with her, they moved the chairs back. They didn't stop us. And it was a done deal. I clean the floor with her. That's all I know. Yeah, I had yeah. no more problems. Yeah, yeah. We she we were no punks. Let, yeah, we, but, but let's get this straight, folks. I don't want. I want to make right, real quick. Before I go to the next clip. Mama wasn't no angel, now. Mama wasn't like perfect. I don't want to paint the picture like she was some perfect. Say many times I would walk in here, Mama talking about some of the members that pissed her off, and she would say things she didn't have no business. And sometimes I would even have the boldness to say, "Well, Mama, when y'all just gossiping or something, she'll just look at me crazy and say something to me, and I'll leave." So let's get this straight. Mama wasn't no angel. Okay, I want to get this straight. My mom wasn't no martyr. She wasn't no Mary or Mother Christ. But she was a woman that had a very high living standard. She used to tell us boys all the time, if y'all get a girl pregnant, you're going to marry her. I'm going to make sure you marry her. And that stuck with us. So we was very careful. <laughs> but uh, I just want to say that she wasn't no saint. Okay, I want to get that right. And another thing is she did allow us to play with other kids eventually. It's just that she 
had certain kids that we could play with and certain ones she couldn't play with. And she better not hear a curse word. And they, when they come inside the house and playing with us, they would have to sometimes play with us. You know, if they come to the door and say, hey, your bus is out here, and she say, come in. And we'll all be, my made us join hands. I can't believe this. Every single morning, we had to hug each other, kiss each other. Can y'all believe, can y'all imagine that? I had to hug and kiss Donna. And we had to say, I love you. Every single morning. I don't care what we was doing. We had to be downstairs. I could see the olive oil on our face. I could see us ready to go all our bags. And I had to hug Tanya. Had to hug Moppy. And you know, that was yucky to be hugging your sisters. <laughs> At least I thought so back in the day. Not now. But I'm just being honest, y'all. That's how I felt. I was like, why we got to do this? Every morning. That's how that's how we rolled. That's how we went off to school. She would pray, Father, protect these kids. Police your angels. And, and any little friend of ours come over because she did allow us to play with others later. They'd have to join hands and pray with us. So imagine what they thought watching us. And they had to hug us, too, if they came. So this is just a little bit about Irene. Go back to the uh, clips. Donna, just hold on, okay? Let us know. Press 1 when I put you on hold. Press 1 when I put you on hold. If you want to come back on, you can, all right? All right. All right, here's clip number three. I'm telling you, I get better and better. Uh, again, we're talking about the life legacy of Irene Booker Rhymes. Check this out, folks. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. But, honey, it's the just shall live by faith. And you know what? I've learned it all these years. I've learned the most important thing is serving God, is ask God for patience. Get patient in your life. Get your mind clear. Change the thought pattern. Changing that thought pattern in your mind. Change, filling it with the word. Filling it with good things. And guess what? Your attitude has a lot to do with your altitude. Did you hear me? Amen, amen. Yeah, your attitude. Change your attitude. If you got a bad attitude on your job, you got a bad attitude at home, start praying toward that God help me to to, to overcome this is what's bothering that's in me. Start praying over yourself. Get other strong saints to help pray. Don't be ashamed to not to have something that's going wrong and try to hide it. Don't hide it. If it's a problem, get it out in the open. Get rid of it, because guess what? It'll hold your back set. It'll hinder your prayers. It'll hinder you. So I've learned to get free, try to get free of every service I go in, and even in my job, even in my car. I sit in my car a lot. I meditate. And even in my car, I'm asking God every day, if there's anything, Lord, in me that don't please you, take it out. Yeah, I want to get rid of it. I want to get rid of I want to have a sweet disposition in every area of my life. Not just one or two things. I want to be swept clean. I want everything out of me so I can really see what you have for me, Jesus. I really want to really know that I know that I know. And the only you get is you stop praying. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying we are playing, but I'm saying you get more serious with God. 
you, you don't want to you don't want to hear foolishness no more. You don't want to hear about this and that. You know, I told this little lady I've met, and I'm gonna say this to you. I met her about uh, two or three weeks ago, and she's having problems with a little uh, husband or friend, boyfriend or whatever. And she was saying, every man I get, every man I get, he's a soft man, he mistreats me, and he do this and he do that. So I just let her talk. And I said, yeah, uh uh-huh, and we just talked. And she said, I just don't understand, because sometimes I just wish I could commit suicide. So I told her, I said, well, why would you want to do that? She says, I said, well, let me tell you this, honey. I said, her name was Merle. I said, let me tell you this. I said, if God would come, I mean, I said, if you think that you've been hurt, reject. no, I've just been suffering for rejection. Well, guess what? You think it's rejection. It might be God's protection, protecting you from these creatures. I said, have you ever looked at it like that? She said, oh, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, I'm sure glad you told me that. I said, well, you think about that. You think about that. You're going to hurt yourself over somebody that might not even be meant for you. God didn't put you all together. How do you know he's meant for you? Say <laughs> I hear you. That's a good you point. You hear me? See, sometimes we hook up with these people that God didn't hook us up. We hook ourselves up. We had to pick these people. And then want to be picture perfect. Well, if you wait on says, God, huh? Well, the scripture says, Miss Virginia, as you already know, it says what God has joined together. What no your God has joined together. Well, that's what I asked her. I said, did God give you these people, or did you go out there and handpick them? Well, I'm not going to lie. I handpicked them. I said, well, maybe that's why it's not working. I said, but you might be suffering from rejection, thinking it's rejection, people rejecting you, and it could be protection, to protect you from stuff further on down the road. So we got to have open mind. Huh? Let me ask you this, Mr. Virginia, because I'm sure people are listening and they probably don't know who you are in the family. I mean, you know all mommy kids. We all know oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. there may be some people listening on the other side of the family who don't know quite who you are. And they, some people think, like the Bible said about uh, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nazareth was like a ghetto. It really was. Uh-huh. Nazareth uh-huh. was like a ghetto, and, and and there was a saying, "Can anything good come out of Nazareth?" So here yes. we are in the east. Here we are in the East Side Projects. I'm sure yes. people is wondering. I'm sure people are saying, "What's so good about the projects? How could y'all have ever even think that y'all were productive in any way because of where you live?" And I want uh-huh. you because you talk about a friendship that's lasted forever. Now, friendship yeah. like yours and Mama's, you can't buy mm-hmm. them. If you, you can't buy it. If you can, if you could sell them, rich folks would be buying them all the time. And if mm-hmm. you can sell it, if you if you can sell the kind of uh, like you call it a village, if you can sell yeah. that to some other neighborhoods, they would buy it on on this, you know, like stock. It's very hard to get the kind of thing we had that what you talked about earlier. Us looking after your place, you looking after our place. Because these days, yes. people don't care yes. what their neighbor go through. They don't no, care what they neighbor No, 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 And then your mother, uh, your mother said, help a clean environment for you all. It wasn't a day past, and this is I'm talking real. This ain't no makeup. 
This ain't no make believe. This is real talk that I'm talking. Every now, now, hold, morning, hold, on, hold on, Mr. Junior. Mr. Hold on a second. I got some people want to holler at you. The phone lines okay. is lighting up here. And I got to bring, I don't know who these people are, but let me do this first. Uh, I got area code 817-703 that's been holding for a while. And then we're going to go okay. to 817 next. I don't know who it is, so you'll be shocked like I am. Area code 817-703, okay. uh, uh, who is who no. am I speaking with? Hello, you're on the air, area code 817703. With the set, this is Billy. Oh, okay, Billy. Well, welcome to the show, and say hello to Miss Virginia. <laughs> How you do, Jen? Then I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, it's great to hear your voice. It's so great to hear your voice. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Same here. Keep it up together. It's been a long time, but I know that you're still keeping the torch going. I don't even have to hey. ask you. <laughs> hey, there's no other way to go. <laughs> well, Any other way would be failure. Yeah, I'd be failure. But, ooh, I tell you, brother, it brings back so many memories. It brings so many, I'm so warm on the inside. I feel so warm, you know, because I'm communicating and talking to people that I care about and they care about me. And then guess what? The story started at home, and you know the story, and I know the story. Yes. And that's what's so yes. good about it. And, and the story was real. It wasn't we making it up. It was real. It was real. And thank God that we story. It was a real story. And it happened, and like I say, it all happened over on the east side. But I believe God, uh, uh, you know, he fixed it while we would come together and be together at a time like this. I feel like there was one no mistake that we got together in that little village, I call it. That little village, and we all was family, and we all stood together, and we stayed together, and we helped each other. Amen. You know, we helped each other. We prayed, we cried. I was telling Seth, I said, we stayed in church. That's really what got my attention, because Irene and her kids stayed, y'all stayed in church. Every time I look up, she's going to church. She's going to church. She's going to church. I said, Lord, I'm telling you. Then the Lord fixed it where he sleeps. I wanted to join. I wanted to go. Let me ask you this. Let me me jump in here and say, Billy, what did you, uh, just hold that thought, Miss Virginia, because I want to hear from Billy before he runs. Um, okay. Billy, what, 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 what do you think of when you think of Miss Virginia, Mama, history? I mean, because remember, remember, we got other people listening, and they don't know Miss Virginia, and they, some of them don't even know you that well, because this family is really big, and lots of people be listening. What do you have to say about the friendship, and what can other people learn from what happened to y'all, or what happened to us? Well, it seemed like the the whole affair was something that was put together from the heavenly realm. We didn't understand a lot of things, what was going on a lot of times. You don't, you don't know what I was, I was doing because he doesn't give you all the details at once. You just have to talk step by step and live them out. 
And yes, that song yes. says, so you'll understand them better by and by. Yes. And I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mama, mama, mama. And see, and see, we, we, we stayed around there, and we kept the presence of God in that environment. Yes, we did. And 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 God was giving us directions step by step that even we did not know what it was going to be like somewhere down the road. That's right. But every challenge we came upon, he gave us the victory. Yes, he did. And I can can remember Jen so well. Yes. You being our neighbor and your two girls and son and so forth and so on. Yes. That sort of flavor, that environment, was a unique flavoring. Yes. And we talk and collaborate every day. And yes. I would uh, I would come home sometime, and you all and and Irene would sit, be sitting out there, uh, sitting out there talking and discussing things. Yeah, yes. it was a very flavorable yes. environment. Yeah, every day. She kept the life running, and she kept her family going. That's what she just, I mean, the way she kept y'all going, Brother Billy, that touched me more than anything because she was the woman just a nonstop. I mean, she just, I never know her to take a nap. I never know her just to rest. She was up. If she wasn't cooking, she was washing. If she wasn't doing that, she was getting ready to go clean the church. If she wasn't going to do that, she was getting ready to go to the rest house. Sister Porter came. You remember Sister Porter? She did. Yeah, Sister Porter, and there's a time Sister Mean would come. And they said, well, we need to go to the rest town. She was always available, always available to help somebody else. And she was so diligent in the Lord, and she yes, loved she giving yes. what help she could to other people. Yeah, and that's so true. That is so true. Yeah, and... and, and uh, very good hearted in that area. Yes, you were. And, uh, yes, and, and, and and the kids captured that. And I'm telling and you, I, I look at I, I look at them now, and I see the essence of the flavor that she put into them when oh, when yes. I talk to them right now. I I'll be talking to Mara sometime, and he be expressing something with diligence on his face and I can look in his face and see see Irene in his face. Oh, I say, yeah, no, God has left her mark on these children. And yeah. they yeah. turned out to be great kids. Ooh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you about what they did. And even when they were younger, she, I could see the training. I could see. I didn't, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, and because we all grown, there's nothing to be ashamed. I never, you know, back in the day when we was over there, you know, the police stayed in the project for this and that. I never saw the police come to her house, the kids, and what her kids. I never, never saw them in trouble. Never saw them fighting on the bus. See, this is stuff that really impresses me. 
you know, I, I'm a, I'm a observer. I sit back and I watch. A lot of times I don't say anything, but I sit back and I watch. She kept them clean. She kept food on. She kept her house clean. You hear me? And she she uh-huh. was she was a she was a person that just liked to you know things. You know she never Virginia. Yeah, I knew when you get up here. I said, what you gonna do now? I'm gonna water the yard. I'm gonna get out here. She'd go out there a lot of times. She couldn't stand the sun, but she put a towel on over her face. She said, girl, I want the sun to burn, but I said, get out and water my yard. She'd water your head. Water the most cleanest, prettiest yard in the project. And and then sitting on telling the truth. See, this ain't stuff I'm making up just because people is listening. I am telling the truth. Yeah, we kept that yard. We kept the yard of the month. We kept the yard of the month. Every time you look around, they would win the yard of the month. Because she'd get up all day and keep her yard clean. She didn't like paper. She didn't like clutter. She wanted everything straightened out and cleaned out. Every morning, her wonders was raised. And those kids go to school, she raised her windows, front windows and back. And that's just the way she was. I've never whipped her a house night or day and caught it out of contact. You know, she kept everything together, and I appreciated her for that. She had more kids than I did, but she kept, she stayed on top of things. She was up, she wanted to please you all. She cooked, she washed, she prayed. She kept them in church, and that was one of the most things, Brother Billy, that I really got my attention. I'm not going to lie. That got my attention more than anything because of the, her lifestyle and the way she yeah. raised the kids. Well, Miss Virginia, I want, I want you to hold on a second because I want somebody else to come in. Billy, just stay on the line. Okay, folks, I tell you we'd be getting good and good and good. Well, listen, we got one more clip, one more clip, and it's not that long, and we're going to be done. But uh, what do y'all think so far? Again, let me just make sure. Uh, let me see. Darling, your line is open for, for now. Uh, Don Jr., your line is open for now. Any comments? Any comments? Quickly, quickly. Don't both of y'all jump at the same time. Darling, you there? Would have to open up a line. Darling, you there? I'm here. Okay. All right. Uh, Don Junior, your, your line is now open as well. I was just saying that y'all have any questions or comments before I go to the next clip, or should we go on to the next clip? I don't really have any comments. I just enjoy listening. Right. Okay. Right. I think. I think. I think. I think Donna's hand. I can't tell if it's up. Hello? 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 Oh, I'm here, darling. Did we, did we, did oh, we I, I think um, Donna, right? Are you Hello? Speaking? We Hello? may have lost that. Hello? Hello? We, we might have lost it. I lost it earlier. Okay. Well, it looks, well, maybe we won't get, because she can't call in unless, let's see if I could call him. So he can finish.
Hello? 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 This is Don. Don? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.